What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Cub Cooker Supernatural Podcast. My name is Jacob Cooker, but my friends call me Cub, and you should too. We've got a very special episode for you today. I am very excited to be here and bring this message today. We're live on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. What is up, everybody? Uh, I wanted to make a quick announcement. I've got a brand new blog available, okay? The blog now is going to have a synopsis of each podcast episode so you can kind of keep up with what's going on in a more concise form but also have access off of social media to be able to watch, listen to the podcast every single day. So it'll be a great place for you over at cubcooker.com slash blog, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com slash blog. So great place over there. I uh, just made the first post over there today. Uh, it's looking really, really clean as I perfect that. So thank you guys for being here. I want to talk about end times prophecy today. How does this matter to you? Um, we actually talked a little bit about it yesterday, but I'm going to talk about uh, the Buddhist, the Hindu, the Christian prophetic timelines that are unfolding, clearly unfolding, that we're watching unfold. Um, and now that might sound like a bit of a dichotomy to what I shared yesterday. However, um, I want to be really clear that what we see unfold is what we want to see. Um, what we agree to and step into is where our vibration lands. It's what our reality becomes. So everything I'm going to share today is going to be from a particular point of view. Um, this is going to be, we're going to talk about everything from AI to metaverse to cryptocurrency uh, to the new world that we're about to be entering today. So this is stuff I have not historically talked about on the podcast, but I think it's really important to get into it today. So end times prophecy is a common theme found in many major world religions. While the specific details and interpretations may vary from one religion to another, the basic idea is that the world will eventually come to an end in some form or another. Now that is, that's basic end times prophecy for you. Um, we've all heard it. We all know it. We all love it. Um, I talked about how I was terrified of it growing up the other day. Um, talked about how the book of Revelation induced a lot of trauma into me, particularly, particularly the interpretation of said book of Revelation. What's up, Missy? How are you doing? Missy says, what's up, Soul Tribe? Absolutely. Um, if you guys have not joined into my Soul Tribe and you love what we're doing here, please go check that out. You'll find the link on my profile picture in the bio. Uh, over on my info page, wherever. Um, it's cubcooker.com. Super easy. C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Um, and you can get 23% off right now if you want to join the Soul Tribe. Go ahead and get access to our calls on the weekends. Uh, we're launching on our new platform next weekend. Starting on May 6th, we'll be having our first call on the new platform. Uh, it's like a Zoom-style call. And every Saturday, we get to just come together, talk about different subjects around what we've been going through each week um, and it's really really awesome so you guys go check that out so um, yeah in Hinduism for example it has a concept known as Kali Yuga now you may have heard of this Kali Yuga is the final age of the cycle of four ages 
and Kali Yuga is characterized by widespread chaos, social decay, and moral decline. According to Hinduism, the world will eventually come to an end and a new cycle will begin. So, why am I talking about this? Um, because this is um, this is really interesting that Kali Yuga, um, a lot of people say it's already ended, and, and it sounds like it actually has according to the timeline laid out. In fact, um, if you go over to Sadaguru's website, big fan of Sadaguru, he's got a little blog post here talking about the, <clears throat> the timeline and how it's actually ended, and we're actually entering a new age of enlightenment, a new age of evolution and ascension here. So, um, with that, I find it very interesting because um, I think, and a lot of people do, that Revelation has already been fulfilled. It's already kind of come to fruition. Um, with that said, I think there's data to suggest that it that it has come to an end, that it's... Um, uh, maybe already been fulfilled. There's some data to suggest that Revelation was fulfilled around 70 AD and it was already done and we're actually already in a new timeline. So uh, now that's been, you know, thousands of years ago. I don't know about that, but again, I want to, we're going to look at all these prophecies today and kind of try to come up with an educated understanding of what they might be. Marisol, how are you, my friend? I hope you're having a beautiful day. Jennifer, welcome, my friend. Um, as we get into this, um, I just wanted to do this today. I actually debated, I'm supposed to be off today. I'm going to be off through Monday. I'm taking a bit of a time to just renew my soul, go off of social media, go within myself. Uh, I'm going to drink lots of tea, watch the rain. It's rainy today. Um, and just and literally just turn off all my devices. And I'm, I'm excited to do that. I actually encourage everyone to do that this weekend. I don't know why I feel like this would be a good weekend to do that. Um, just, just go within yourself. Just take time and allow this renewal energy to come in. And that's ultimately what I'm talking about today. Um, on Sadhguru's website, he's talking about the Mahabharata, which is this huge epic story, by the way. It's where the Bhagavad Gita comes out of. And he says on his website, the story begins because you have false ideas about yourself. Mahabharata represents the grand misconception of human beings about life, their sufferings, and their rises and falls. It goes on and on and on, simply because human beings are struggling to come in tune with life. Why is that important? How does that work into the grand scheme of prophetic timelines? Everyone wants to scare you about it's happening now. By the way, it is happening now. The world ends tomorrow, right? I've said that for a long time now. And I say that with my community, the world ends tomorrow. It does for somebody. By the way, a timeline in your life can end tomorrow. By the way, a new beginning, a revelation, an unveiling can happen today, tomorrow, right now within you. Mel says, absolutely, this is happening. Revelation is not finished yet. Absolutely. And why is Revelation not finished yet for a lot of people? And why is it finished and done and sealed for a lot of other people? Because what Sadhguru just said, it's the story of you. 
the Kali Yuga, the Revelation, the new 5D Earth? Why do we have the book of Genesis and Exodus? Because it's the story of you. Guys, spoiler alert, okay? We take all this literally and we forget the very real understanding that this is happening within the self. Man, when you look at it that way, when you start reading your Bible that way, you start reading your Gita that way, you start reading the Dhammapada that way, you start reading these stories of the Mahabharata, these epic tales, and you start reading them as you, your Moses, your Arjuna, you have manifest the God of the flesh. You have manifest the Christ. You are saved because you agreed to be saved. Or you're judged because you agreed to be judged. All of these things I talked about, um, tulpas and egregores the other day. Intelligent thought forms put out into the quantum field that literally come back to us, not just in the form of karma, but actual manifestations, actual proofs, actual signs and wonders of the reality we agree to. Uh, Devante says, new to the show, what are we talking about? We are talking about prophetic timelines today and how we can actually interpret them in a brand new way. Different than like the church interprets them, different than all the fear mongers interpret them, with the idea that it's happening now, right now, today. Today is the end and the beginning. In the Gospel of Thomas, I shared yesterday how Jesus says, What do you know of the beginning that you would want to know about your end? When you know of the beginning, you will know of the end. He's literally talking about cycles, he's talking about this continual self-fulfilling prophecy the fact that every prophetic book ever laid out is all about you it's all about renewing our world it's all about the cycle continuing and when i say the world ends tomorrow i mean it because the world ends tomorrow for a lot of people and it begins for a lot of people and everybody's worried about a new world order but you haven't even gotten your world in order Boom, let me say that again, little mic drop moment there. Everyone's worried about the new world order, but you haven't even gotten your world in order. Quit worrying about what they're doing and get your own house in order. And I'm talking to myself. And I'm taking this weekend, I'm going dark on social media, I'm going within myself, I'm gonna align myself, I'm gonna purge out negative thoughts, feelings, and emotions like you wouldn't believe. I'm going to come back next week and I'm going to be new. I'm going to be fully in the new timeline. I'm going to be fully in myself, fully in the newness, fully in the revelation, the unveiling, the apocalypse of the self. Apocalypse is now, today. It can be for you if you want it. Or you can keep reading this stuff and you can worry about, oh, when's Jesus coming back on a cloud? He's going to come judge everybody. He's, it's already happening, guys. It's within you. Are you ready for that Christ energy to burn through all of the negative negativity in yourself? All the negative thoughts, feelings, emotions. All the things that are causing you bad karma. 
Yeah, I'm preaching today. I'm preaching today. Why am I preaching today? Because I need it. Spoiler alert, I show up here for myself first. Showing up is the minimal buy-in to play this game. And you don't show up. You haven't gotten your house in order. You haven't shown up. You're not doing what you know you're called to do. You haven't taken the action in your life to actually move the needle forward. Again, I'm talking to myself. These little black mirrors that I look into every single day is nothing but a mirror to me. I look at you. I look at the haters. I got haters in me. I got voices in me. I look at the people that support me and love me on here. I got support and love in me. Because it's all a cycle. The prophecy is in me and it's in you. Let's see, uh, Darren says, burn it, burn it, burn it, burn it. That's right, burn that karma, guys. Burn the karma. Let that renewing cycle happen in you. Quit worrying about what's going to be some sign in the sky tomorrow. All of these prophecies, all of these prophecies, I want to talk about them. Hinduism, Kali Yuga, Christianity, the book of Revelation, okay? The, the most misinterpreted, misused book in all of history, probably. Because it's used by people with an agenda to try to scare people to wait for something to come and save them when you are the savior that you need. Because the Christ is in you. You're looking for a man on a cloud. I'm telling you, it's within you. Call it blasphemy, heresy, whatever you want. It's the only thing that works and it's the only thing that helps you now. Because now is all that exists. Angel Appleseed says, from the filled heart pours a full stream, a channel for the divine. Absolutely, my friend. Absolutely. Chief says, love it. I do too, man. I do too. So let the upgrade happen within the self. Good evening from Africa. What is up, my friend? How are you doing? Mel says, God has returned. He is... The binary star that's been circling the sun. His sun. Truth. Sure. Absolutely. Again, a very finite statement for someone who hasn't been there. I can only speak of things which I know, by the way. I speak of things that I actually experience here. Now, I may spin on some wild ideas sometimes, but when I sit here and preach and I tell you, from experience, because I've been there. I've experienced it. And I can show it by the way I live, by the way this community exists, by the way we come together. Other religions such as Islam, Buddhism, and Judaism also have their own end-time prophecies. In Islam, for example, the end of the world is said to be preceded by the arrival of the Mahadi, a messianic figure who will lead a revolution against tyranny and oppression. 
In Buddhism, the end of the world is said to come when the teachings of the Buddha are no longer practiced, while in Judaism, the end of the world is associated with the coming of the Messiah. While the specific details of these prophecies may differ, there are some common themes that can be found across different religions. Many end times prophecies speak of the final battle between good and evil, the arrival of the Savior or Messiah figure, and the end of the world as we know it, by the way. There's a lot of apocalyptic imagery, a lot of things like, you know, the sky falling and the world being on fire and unrest and all of this stuff. It's talked about in Revelation as birth pangs. As something new is born. There's a squeezing, there's a, a pain behind it. And I don't think you have to look outside your window or look at the news to see that going on. If you're on the spiritual journey, you felt it in yourself. And that's enough. That's enough for us. We don't need the news to tell us what's happening. We don't need... We don't even need a book to tell us what's happening. The book is a guide to understand what's happening within the self. And when we start looking at it that way, we get a whole lot further in our own walk. That's a great question, Nicholas. Who is the Messiah saving us from? We've talked about it many times on this channel. Is it he's saving us from God? Saving us from the devil, from the world, from ourselves, from the construct, from the alien final bosses. Who's the Messiah saving us from? By the way, I can't answer that question. Because today, the Messiah is saving you from one thing in your life, and tomorrow it will be saving you from something else. And then you realize that that salvation is coming from within. And you realize that there's no separation between the self and that, sa that saving entity, that saving light, that saving grace, that saving Messiah, that Christ energy, the Krishna energy, the Buddha of the self. the away It's all the same story, by the way. And that's, that's where I'm really approaching this today. Overall, while there is a certainty, there are certainly differences in the details of end times prophecies across different religions, there are some common threads that connect them. At their core, these prophecies speak to our universal human desire to understand the meaning of our existence and our ultimate destiny. I couldn't have said it better myself. By the way, who wrote that? I'm about to reveal that in a minute. It's going to blow your mind. Who wrote today's episode I've been dealing with all these ridiculous bots obvious AIs that some intelligence some intelligence who hates their life and wants to mess with other people because they feel like it's some sort of social justice they feel like it's their place to bring others down they sit here and they create bots they troll on people it's same energy, guys, by the way. Millions of creators are dealing with this right now. It's this energy that I hate my life and I want others to hate theirs. 
I want to cause dissonance within the harmony. I can't meditate, so I'm going to dictate. I can't find peace, so I'm going to take pieces. I can't find love, so I'm going to hate. And that karma, guys, ultimately is going to come back to him. And karma is speeding up so fast right now. These type of people and entities and energies, they haven't burned any karma. All they do is create negative karma for themselves and others. And if you know me, I'm anything but perfect. But I have been spending the last 10, 8, 7, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 years of my life burning karma. Creating good karma. Trying to love myself and others. Trying to forgive myself and others. Trying to help a lot of people here. And why is that important? Because these people, they're using technology and they're trying to destroy. And I'm using technology and I'm trying to give you life and give it abundantly. And they'll never see that because they're blind to it. They like their world, their demonic world of hell that they've created for themselves. They've got their money, their cars, the almighty dollar. They've got their friend circles that they think are there for them, but they're not. They'd leave them in a heartbeat if it was an opportunity. And I've burned through a lot of that, and my friend circle is very small now, but I'm rebuilding it. I know what to protect myself against. I know what decisions not to make. I know who not to hang out with. I know who not to partner with. And I know exactly the type of energy I'm looking for now. I know exactly the apocalypse within the self. How to move through that. How to allow it to burn through all of the BS in me. The belief systems and the other stuff. And come out renewed. Come out ascended. Nicholas says, uh, I dislike when people wish bad karma upon others. It only brings bad karma. Absolutely. Absolutely. By the way, that's not how karma works. You can't wish bad karma on someone else. Literally, the law of karma says that you can only bring that karma upon yourself. And others that yoke to you might share in that karma, but they've made that choice to yoke to you. Thank you. Love the lightning hands. That's awesome. Yeah, or relishing upon seeing bad karma come on someone. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's the thing, guys. I say, like, love, 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 love. And that's how I have to approach it. I literally don't want anything bad to happen to other people. I don't. They bring it on themselves. Like uh, all these bots that I'm talking about, all these types of people, they love watching the world burn, and ultimately that's going to eventually cause their world to burn. I don't like seeing it. I'm not like ha ha ha. Karma's a bee. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just saying it's that universal law of reciprocity. You giving love and abundance and forgiveness and renewal, or are you giving hate, dissonance, confusion, 
that's the state you'll live in. Whatever state you live in is what you're going to manifest. And that's what karma is. By the way, it's a huge operating system. It's an algorithm of life that most of us don't understand. I never understood it until I started reading all of the Hindu mythologies and understanding, oh, this is how all this fits together. It makes more sense now. By the way, when you understand karma and you live in that and you live in the apocalypse daily, the unveiling daily, you don't wish anything bad on anyone. You love everything. And that's where I'm trying to be. It's hard, but it's where I'm trying to be. And the more peace I find within me, the easier it is to wish someone else well, even when they're trying to create dissonance. Nicholas says, in my opinion, wishing bad karma is the same as uh, cursing in the Bible. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's all spells, right? Like, it's all spells. Everything we're doing right now is casting magic spells. I'm casting magic spells right now by speaking. You just don't know it. I'm taking time today to read the energy of the room, by the way. I'm not like tired or off or anything. I'm just reading the energy of the room here. It's a weird energy today. It's a weird energy. What's up, Kelly? Kelly says this week I had to put uh, silent boundaries up. I'm really sorry to hear that, my friend. I won't read that publicly, but I am really sorry to hear that. Yeah, Kelly, absolutely. Well, prayers for you, Kelly, and I hope that that situation gets fixed quickly for you. Um, SSG says 100% truth. Uh, we are, I am, the creators of our 3D. Absolutely, absolutely. And by the way, we create the haters. I create the haters because I got haters in me because I haven't cleansed me. And the higher your vibration is, the more those low vibration energies are going to get magnetized to you. That's where it becomes your job to love and forgive and purify. And it starts within you. What's up, Annie? Annie says, but for good. Yes, it is. Absolutely, Annie. Hi, how are you doing? Tara says, is it bad when I laugh and see karma in action? So, Tara, I mean, that's a really good question. And honestly, it's only bad if you want it to be bad, right? But here's the deal. That schadenfreude is what it's called. Joy at the misfortune of others. It's something that I used to revel in. And the deeper I get within myself, it's all loss. It's all loss. When someone else fails, we should be in a place of watching them learn and grow and get back up and get back on the bike or whatever that is. And it's easy for the flesh to go, oh yeah, they got what they deserved. But here's the deal. Did you get what you deserved? That's where grace comes in. That's where this Christ energy burns the karma quicker than anything else. We yoke with that. That's what people miss about the gospel, by the way. 
We yoke with that Christ energy because it's in us. We become it. We become the one who forgives. We become the one who heals. We become the one who ascends. We even become the one who is crucified at points. Josh says it's not coming from a pure place. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing as I told you so. Very, very good. Yeah. And so like for me, I've gotten to a point, it doesn't mean I'm any better than anybody, but I've gotten to a point where I don't like watching people suffer. I don't care what that is. Even if they're learning lessons, like I don't like watching it because I want all being, my favorite mantra is all beings be happy. All beings be happy. There was a moth on my porch earlier and he's freezing and I could have easily stepped on him if I wasn't paying attention. Kind of moved the chair so he had room. And I got up and I literally bowed to him. I said, I love you. And by the way, this is after when I lived in the country a couple of years ago. We had a moth plague. And I'm not kidding. We had a moth plague. These things were awful and they were everywhere. And I'm talking thousands in my house okay thousands of moths in my house this happened in west texas here and we had a bloom of moths it was just the right conditions we had a mild winter kind of like we're having this year already lots of rain early um and then we got all the cutworms crawling across the grass and then those ultimately we had a lot of them come in our house we tried to get them back out but they came in through the cracks and hid under the sink and every and we didn't even know it right like and then all of a sudden, these things cocoon up. We had gone out of town and we came back and literally there were thousands of moths in our house. Nightmare situation. So how can I deal with that and then now get to a place where I look at the moth and say, I love you? Because the conditions were right. The moths bloomed. They weren't doing anything other than what they were programmed to do, other than what they were here to do. And I love them. By the way, I love the haters. They're annoying as hell, but I love them. That doesn't mean I'm better than anyone. It means that I've gotten to a place in my life where I've hated on myself enough that I'm done hating on anyone else. Only the person who's truly hated themselves and able to crucify that flesh within them, crucify that ego within them, can actually ascend and rise to a point of literally loving all. Can sit on the cross and say, Father, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. They're just doing what they're programmed to do. Palladium Poet says that's like having hundreds of butterflies in your house. Absolutely. It's how you look at it, right? I look at these haters. There's hundreds of potential butterflies here. Every time a bot is created to try to... And by the way, I say bots. They're not all AI. Some of them are real people. Some of them are... Real people controlling AI bots. Some of them are just people who hate their life and they just want to watch the world burn. They just want to try to ruin someone else's day. They're just kids passing through the internet. Or they're adults with the mind of a, a teenager, an undeveloped. They don't understand. They don't want to understand. They've gotten everything they wanted. Kelly Crooks says, uh, do you have a butterfly net or a pool skimmer? Absolutely. Somebody said mosquitoes need to go away. That Yeah, well, I understand that. I understand that. But 
think about that though mosquitoes are going a whole step farther they're spreading disease and plague that's different than just an annoyance that's different and you can figure out what that means to you but there's a difference between annoying and spreading plagues and curses and demonic energies that's where the white magic comes in that's where the light comes in that's where that luciferian that i've talked about influence comes in where we literally wield light in our hands we literally yield light in our self and our core all the things i practice the yogas and the meditations are about crafting and building that light body within myself and projecting that out because by the way the darkness is extinguished in that it can't even comprehend it and at that point people look at me and go this guy's an idiot he doesn't have the right to do this. I hate him. What do you really want, Cub? Just tell me what you really want. What can I do? What can I trade with you if you get this that you'll shut up? That's what that, that dark energy doesn't even know what to do with it. That demonic energy. It's like, how do we even compute this? It literally short circuits the system. And you start crafting that and building it. Yeah, birds eat mosquitoes, absolutely. Be the bird, right? Be the bird. One of my biggest mentors, Grant Cardone, he always says, go get you some haters. You're not getting anywhere if you don't have haters. Well, I, I guess I'm getting somewhere because I got a lot of them. I'm going to be the bird, though. I'm going to feed on them. I'm going to take that energy. I'm going to transform that energy into positivity in myself. Because all it is is worship, guys, okay? Any one of us can become a god. We know that from ancient texts. We know that from the Anunnaki lore. They were basically us, higher evolved version of us with more technology, more power. They knew how to be worshipped. They knew how to channel energy to them. And you need to start doing that too, good, bad, and ugly. You got haters, channel the energy. Grant Cardone knows how to do that. God bless him. I've learned so much from him. It's all energy, right? And all energy is pure. We just have to know how to renew it, how to craft it, how to apocalypse it within ourselves. Renew it. Craft that ball of light. Craft that Merkabah. Start floating in light. Building that eternal abode within the self and projecting it back out. That energy transforms things around us. Start being the bird, eat the mosquitoes, eat that energy. You got all these things that are trying to spread, you know, fear, anxiety, doubt, lies, plagues, demonic energies, whatever. Eat it. Eat it and transform it. Angel Appleseed says, I love the profound nuance. Angel Appleseed knows what's up about this channel. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Eyes to see, ears to hear. By the way, my message is different for every single person that hears it. Some person thinks this guy's insane. This guy's high. This guy's full of himself. Some people go, man, oh my gosh, what Cub said today, it cut deep. Like it just open heart surgery on the self, right? Like let's get in it. Let's do it. I don't show up here to talk and just give some BS every day. I show up here to be real. I would rather be real than right. You want someone to be right, go watch the news. 
Because even when they're wrong, they'll defend it. But I don't have to defend being real. And neither do you, by the way. Somebody says, not anyone can just become a god. Not all energy is pure. Pure. Uh, what's going on here? What are you saying? Oh my gosh, because it's scary. It's scary because I just told you you could become a god. You can. But you got to know how to craft that energy. It's all energy. And not all energy is pure, but you have the ability to purify all energy. Let me say that again. Not all energy is pure, but you have the ability through the Christ energy in you to purify all energy. He did it in the stories. He did it in the history. He did it in the mythology. He did it within you. Mel says these dark spirits are the hybrids, i.e. wolf and sheep's clothing. That's why we got to read energy. That's why we got to understand where the energy comes from. That's why we got to transform that energy. And when I say any one of you has the ability to become a god, that's something that, that, that uh, you know, I'm not supposed to tell you that. Church doesn't want me to tell you that. The world doesn't want me to tell you that. But I can tell you it's all energy. Grant Cardone knows that. He knows that when there's haters in the comments, that's energy. That's views. That's algorithm. He's going to eat that. He's going to transform it, put his 10x stamp on it, and boom, it's back out in the world. He transformed it with his own energy. And that's exactly what I'm doing, by the way. You think you hating on me, you feeding me. And it's good. Keep it up. I mean it. Keep it up. It's good. Keep feeding me. Because I've learned to transform energy. And I'm getting better and better and better at it. You feed me good energy, I'm going to magnify it. You feed me negative energy, I'm going to transform it. Because it's all me. If you're the hater, it's because I'm the hater. If you love me, it's because I love me. And the more I love myself, the more I love you. That's why I tell you guys, look in the mirror every night and tell yourself, I love you, I forgive you, you are good enough. You are beautiful, you are kind, you are loved, you are forgiven, you are protected. You have abundance, you deserve all good things. By the way, when you start telling yourself that, you quit laughing at people's karma. When you really get that in yourself, you really go within. And I'm not picking on anybody. I mean, I mean this for me. You stop laughing at people's karma. Because you truly want them to experience what you have. And they may hate on you, but you end up feeling sorry for them. You end up mourning for them. You don't laugh. You mourn for them because you realize they haven't loved themselves. They haven't looked in the mirror and said, I love you. You're enough. You're forgiven. You're beautiful. And that's the moral of the story. By the way, quick little tip here before I jump off. Turn it off this weekend, guys. Find your own apocalypse within. You're not going to find it on the internet. You might find it on my channel. You might get some renewal. You might get some truth. But I'm not going to be streaming this weekend. So 
Why do you need to be online, right? Take time off, find yourself, go on a hike, go on a walk. Go dark on the screen. Look in the black mirror of that screen with it off and look at yourself and start telling yourself the things that I've told you to today. I love you, you're forgiven, you're enough, you're protected, you're in abundance. It's all energy. You're gonna transform the energy. The source, the true God, the source God is within you. And as I've said before, ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken. Jesus said that. And he says, yes, Larry's is playing music, absolutely. So I wanna tell you who wrote all of this today, not all of this, I channeled most of it, but what I was reading from earlier, I read a little bit from Sadhguru's website, just that one little quote, but then I, I read this whole paragraph written by ChatGPT, AI. The world ends tomorrow, guys. It's here. It's happening now, right now, within you. Don't be afraid. Be motivated. You get the rest of your life. Could be 80 years, could be 90 years. I don't know what technology will do, could be 200 years. So you better start living now. Be in the renewal energy now, adopt the Christ energy now. I'm not telling you to go to church. I'm not telling you to become a Christian. I'm not telling you to find Jesus. I'm telling you to find the Christ energy within you because it's the only thing that will save you. It's the only thing that you can bring forth that will transform yourself. It's the only thing that will forgive you. It's the only thing that will renew you. It's the only thing that will bring about the end of one world and the beginning of another. And I'm not talking literally, guys. I'm talking about within yourself in a flash of lightning as from the east to the west. That is the coming of Christ within you. Boom! A moment. That's all it takes. I love you guys. I'm going to go on my spiritual journey this weekend. And I hope you guys are well, loved, safe. Be good to yourselves. Be good to others. Namaste. If you are not in my programs and you have watched this long, what is wrong with you? Go join my programs, okay? This is not about me. It's about you. I can only help you as much as you give me the authority to help you. If you want... You can be a part of our tribe. If you want, you can be a patron of the podcast. If you want, you can join the Light Warrior Academy and start to wage that war within. All of this that I've been talking about, go even deeper with me on all of that. If you want, you can join the bundle and get in everything. And by the way, if you want, you can use the coupon code WARRIOR, W-A-R-R-I-O-R, WARRIOR23, and get 23% off because it's your year, guys. I love you. Go get you some. You know where it is on my website, cubcooker.com, C-U-B-K-U-K-E-R.com. Turn social media off. Start diving into my course. There's almost 300 lessons in there right now, and there's hundreds more coming this month. Well, next month in May. I've got a bunch of them shot. I haven't updated them because I've been focusing on the sales process and the updating of the website. You guys that are already in it, you got a ton of new videos coming. So look forward to those next month. I love you. I'm here to help you. I'm here to transform energy. Teach you the magic. Teach myself the magic. 
SSG, love you all. Thank you, my friend. Ruby, what is up? Love you, Ruby. Love you, Soul Alchemist. And other people. I can't even see who else was in here today. Love you, Tara. Love you, Kimberly. Jennifer. Annie. Everybody that was in here today. You guys know where it is on my website. Go get you some. I love you. I love you. I love you. I'm going to see you guys. I'll be back live streaming on Tuesday. God bless you. Namaste. Have a beautiful, beautiful weekend. Peace.